Hi. Hello. Hi. Hi, Tom. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm very well. Very well, thank you. Very well. Hello? 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 You know what? You have... Let's... Hey, Amir. How are you? Good evening. Good evening. How are you, Sam? Not too bad. I'm good. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for, for joining the call, and uh, I'm glad to have you here. Oh, pleasure to be here. Pleasure to be here. Let's... Uh... Let's crack this open. Let's talk about mindset. What is your biggest word that you would say really defines either either not only on a micro level but really more on a macro level? What's your greatest word of, of a mindset for yourself? For me, it would be the word relentless. Um, there's so many reasons why. Um, but for me personally, it, it's kind of a state of mind. It encompasses so many aspects of your passion, your purpose, um, how to do things everyday life, whether it's your work or home. And adopting a relentless mindset is something I try to do, I strive to do, and I encourage others to do so. So to put it into perspective, um, the word relentless for me encompasses the idea of being continuous in what you're doing, um, being consistent in what you're doing, but also maximizing the most amount of energy possible in what you're doing. So when I'm looking about my research, my work, my everyday life, or my career, I don't just want to look at it as I'm being continuous in what I'm doing, or being consistent in what I'm doing, or I'm just saying that I'm going to put in the most amount of effort. I want to have that relentless attitude. So it, it forces me to keep going, keep going, it forces um, those around me also to actually gravitate um, other people around you. So for me, for mindset, for state of mind, the word well, that, that's a very explosive, dynamic, um, cosmic definition of a mindset. For me, it's, it's, what, it's what got me through my PhD, to give you an idea. Um, you know, it's not this idea of not giving up, or just getting through the day, or having it, whether it's meetings, or for people who do businesses, um, or have business meetings, it's not just about getting through or hitting that target. It's about being relentless in your pursuit um, and it's what bodes well for me with all the stuff that I do and now that I've had a chat with many people the past few months on LinkedIn um, in, in particular the concept of relentless actually is quite powerful um, because it's not just for work it can be for home it can also be for self-care if somebody wants to look after themselves so the idea of, of making sure that you've got time for yourself you're looking after yourself both physically or mentally the idea of being relentless in that also drives you to make sure you're taking care of yourself. Another idea, if you're looking after your family, your friends, your spouse, your loved ones, the idea of being relentless to make sure you make time for that, or you make an effort for that, you're consistent in that, you're continuous in that. All of it, all of that kind of purpose, passion, that idea of being, all of those aspects are all encompassed. It's kind of like that package of, of a state of mind, of a life state of mind. It's encompassing the idea of yeah, I, I'm really admiring and cherishing your definition because I see how, you know, there's there are certain times in life where we won't necessarily embody the passion that we would like to actually drive towards a certain purpose, 
but at that moment we know we're actually tapping into the dynamic that we're just relentless and it's regardless of a specific tool that we don't necessarily have at our disposal that we're existentially embodying in the moment, but we're still trucking forward, so to speak, and going towards that goal and just getting it done and being relentless. Mm, exactly. And for me, uh, to add to that, it's kind of the first foundation. You know, your, your state of mind before you go into any action or how you go about that action, so whether it's in the idea of if you're a morning person, you're an evening person, you'd like to get it done this way or that way. Before all of that even gets into person's mind, it has to be that kind of just prerequisite of whatever actions you're going to go through, whether it's for work, home, take care of yourself, whatever it is in terms of life, it has to be this prerequisite of your mindset, how you're focused. Why is it you're doing it this way? Why is it you've got up in the morning? You know, so where your purpose, your passion, your goals, your, what you start to do for the day or the week, if you have that prerequisite of being relentless in that, then your actions actually start to actually even further, your actions start to be a lot more um, stronger or powerful. You know, the way you talk becomes even more relentless. The way you interact with other people has more of a driven factor. People can see it on you. You know, um, when I'm in at university teaching or doing research, people come to me and say, "No, why are you working to another spot?" I said, "I'm just being relentless in what I'm doing." That is it. They can see it on me. The idea of this is how driven I am. So that's why that relentless prerequisite for me is actually so powerful. Um, for any um, walks of life, you know, whatever your career is or whatever your situation is, that prerequisite can be incredibly powerful. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally with you. I love how you say that it's it's an attitude that consistently allows us to, so to speak, hold ourselves accountable to to become more adaptable on on a growing basis towards that lifelong vision of growth. Exactly, exactly. I I see the, the attitude, you mentioned the attitude of being relentless as an engine. Now, if you've got an engine, you need something to fuel it. Now, what fuels my relentless attitude is the concept of being grateful. But the truest form of gratefulness is not just saying thank you for what you have, whether you think it's best or whether you think it's a main responsibility. It's not just appreciating what you have. It's actually maximizing what you have to the best of your ability. How you do that is by being relentless. So what powers an attitude? So somebody could say, you know, oh, you want to be relentless, but then what happens if you burn out? What happens? How can you say relentless for a sustained period of time? You have something has to drive being relentless. So you have your passion, you have your purposes. But what drives all of that? Um, for me, in, in my in my life, it's a concept of being or understanding the truest form of gratefulness. And how do I practice that? is by being relentless. I'm totally with you, and I love how your definition is actually, it's it's um, it's always with us. It's always with us, because our attitude is always with us, so it's not conting- contingent on any, on any, any a, a, a environmental or any type of, um, so to speak, outside tools. That we don't, yeah, we won't necessarily have it. Economic. Yeah, no, I agree. It's not just socio-economic or psychological or or physical. You know, you've seen many. If you can leave um, athletes as an example, there's many athletes who had very rough childhoods, were in a very impoverished areas, but they were relentless in their pursuit. Why? Because they were grateful for for what they actually did have, even though it wasn't much. 
um, it's, it's what drove them. And you see many people who are have very, done very well in businesses, those who are incredible researchers, especially in, in my career, in my region. I've seen professors, um, ones and other professors, who are driven because they were grateful they had opportunities to do research to try and benefit um, a disease, to try and improve on somebody's outcome. That concept of being grateful initially drives a certain to be remembered. Um, and I've seen it many times for those who are very young or those who are very old, um, different languages, backgrounds, faiths, diversities, irrespective of all of that, the concept still remains the same. You know, um, what people are grateful for are different. Why they're grateful for are different, but the concept of gratefulness still remains the same. And one of the best ways to practice that is by being you know. Wow. Wow. Extraordinary. I love it. What, are there any particular particular um, epiphany moments you went in your life that, that just was a pivot point, so to speak, to... Um... Yeah, um, there, there were a few, actually. Um, before, before I actually started my PhD back in 2014, um, I was grateful enough to give a conference talk uh, to some undergraduate students at the university about how to maximize employability to so how to make yourself more employable. And whilst I was actually making the, the conference slides for that talk, um, one of the mosses I live by now, on top of being relentless and staying powered by greatness, is that we all have a potential that far exceeds what our minds can imagine. What we lack is the belief that we have it and the desire to utilize it. So how can you tap into a potential that you have if you don't believe that you have it in the first place? So when that belief comes in, where that belief comes in, actually you're supposed to be more grateful for what you have. That then drives your desire to utilize what you have. And the form and the way of desiring utilizing what you have is by being relentless with what you have. You know, so that's why this idea of gratefulness, maximizing what you have, self-awareness, they actually are all interconnected. They're all actually a, a founding part of a certain thought process. So the relentless is, is actually the product. Relentless being relentless is a product of being self-aware. It's a product of understanding that you're grateful. It's also understanding, um, it's a product of understanding that you actually have a potential that you don't really actually realize. The only way to tap into it is to first of all believe that you have it and then start to utilize it. And how can you utilize it? It's by being relentless in your pursuit. So to give you an idea of this, um, something I talk about a lot in, 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 on LinkedIn is that I was born with speech and this is difficulty. So this is something that was a impediment, this was a difficulty of me. So I had no belief, so going back to that muscle, I had no belief that I had the potential to speak, give lectures, go on the radio, do, be on podcast tours. I had to then I actually had no desire to utilize it. But then I started to change the perspective and I realized that actually I should be grateful I'm allowed, I have the ability to talk. Because there are people around the world who don't actually can't speak at all, not even the word. But then I started to realize, wait, if I can talk, what else can I do with it? I started to practice, I started to to also um, get out of my comfort zone, then that belief, that's the founding point, that belief started to come. When that belief started to come, the desire to utilize my speech for something useful started to come. And then that's where the idea of relentless came at that point in time. But to add, during my piece, something that I, I live by a lot now, is that I'm very grateful for what I have. I'm never satisfied with what I can achieve. After four years of doing my PhD, the next day when I finished, I said, what's next? That removed the idea of being complacent, it removed the idea of being arrogant that I have a PhD now, 
idea of being lazy, I was grateful, extremely grateful for what I had. I said, right, okay. That is being within me. Yeah, this is um, this is quite a a very prestigious perspective to carry. I I, I love how there's so many mindsets. It's in one. It's not just resilience. It's not just adaptability. It's not just flexibility. It's not just being immersive. It's not just also being so to speak detached when you need to withdraw from the moment and being contained, but also being uh, very immersed in a very conviction-oriented way in in a very conviction-oriented dynamic and um, I I want to I want to ask you what do you what are different things you think that actually that interpretations or responses that people could be going through in life that can actually stifle or or trigger a complacency towards developing this relentless mindset a lot of it, a lot of it actually comes from subconscious ungratefulness. So what I mean by that is, you know, like, you know, I would be ungrateful, but look, I don't care about this or I'm, I'm not grateful for that. But subconsciously without realizing, for example, you take your time in the morning. If you actually don't realize you're ungrateful for the time that you have, or you may spend an extra bit of money here and there, even though you don't realize you're actually ungrateful for the money that you have. So although there are many aspects, to what stifles a person to become relentless. One of the founding parts is not understanding how grateful you should be for what you have. And that sense of not being self-aware from what's around you. Um, so for me, one of the two biggest parts is lack of self-awareness and a lack of gratefulness. Because, you know, as I mentioned, being born with future listening to Scooby and having surgery to see, having social anxiety when I was a kid, being bullied for my safety. That could have stifled my relentless pursuit very easily, but I had to change the perspective. I had to be self-aware and I'm starting to be more grateful because it could have been that I could not utter a word for the rest of my life. That is something that could happen and unfortunately this happens with some people around the world. So you can add it to three things. A change in perspective, a lack of gratefulness, and a lack of self-awareness. Um, there are other aspects as well that I want to go into. A person's environment as well can be a big factor. Um, those around you, I'm very a big advocate of the concept of good company because those around you can dictate how you become. You know, you can put someone in the most cleverest or the most honest and, and person with the best etiquette mannerisms in a very difficult environment uh, with the wrong kind of crowd, and that person can become that crowd. Alternatively, you can also have the others, but the concept of good company really, really accelerates and a person's great aspects and also bad up. Um, and we see this around the, around the world in many different situations, whether you're in a business situation, in a school situation, university, whether it's living at home. The people you hang around with, the people you most connect with can become who you are. So it would be those ideas of good company, lack of gratefulness, lack of self-awareness, and not acknowledging there are different perspectives. These are kind of the four, for me, that hinder a person's drive to become the enemy um, in all walks of their life. You, you mentioned company. What, is, is there one or two people or even a list of a handful of people that you would attribute the, the quantum strides that you have, uh, so to speak, grown into um, to, to begin to inculcate and actually 
exponentially grow your relentless mindset? Yeah, um, throughout my life, let's say for the past six, seven years, when this kind of mindset first started to adapt, so when I started, when I finished my undergraduate degree and I started my PhD, this was kind of the turning point in my life. So I can never say enough thanks to my own family and, and those close friends that I, had, that I grew up with. But I can also say those lecturers who gave me an opportunity to speak, to give you an idea. In my third year of my undergraduate degree, I got a chance to give a lecture, a compulsory lecture, to second year biomedical science students. So a very rare opportunity, an opportunity that doesn't happen very often for anything. But because I had this passion, this drive, this relentless pursuit, the lecturers who told me said, like, right, I'm going to give you an opportunity. To this day, whenever I see him, I said, thank you. Why? Because my entire teaching career, my entire speaking career, came from that one lecture. Because when we finished that lecture, the lecturers who observed me, because I have to make sure some days were fair, said, as a joke, I wish you were here instead of me. I don't think I'm out of a job. Because the way you delivered the lecture was as if somebody who's delivered a lecture for many years. The only reason I was able to do that because I practiced that lecture for 60 times before I gave it. That's how relentless I was in my pursuit, and that's how driven I was in my pursuit. Then, because of the opportunity, it opened doors for many more and many more. So for people like him, there's also other people at university, so the employability mentors, other research academics, who came and supported me and gave me the platform to survive. You know, during the period for those who are on research, for those who understand, it's incredibly difficult to sustain yourself for three to four years. You know, experiments can go wrong, things can go wrong for many months. So having that motivation to keep going can be difficult. That's why a good company is so important. So having you know, the right researchers, the right supervisors around you say, look, don't want to keep going. You know, no matter how strong you are individually, the idea of good company can help you along in your journey. But you may stumble. I stumble so many times, you may fall. But as I mentioned, you can only rise by lifting others. That is only when we fall are we able to rise. And for me, it was only when I fell was I able to understand, okay, how relentless actually I am. It was a good reality check. The only way I could check how motivated I was, how driven I was, was when I fell. So when things didn't go right, then I started to realize, okay, now who am I? Because only through those difficulties do you understand what you're capable of. Do you understand where you are in life, how driven you are, how relentless you are, how passionate you are, um, what is your purpose? Those get tested in those times. And in those times, it's those key companies but now, more recently, I want to make sure I was mentioning this. It's the people I have met on LinkedIn. Um, I like to put this recent video about the idea of, I'm one of the biggest advocates for human connections, so meeting somebody in person, discussing in person, sharing ideas in person. But some of the best advice I've been given are by people on LinkedIn. The best ideas I've had so far in the past year have been people on LinkedIn. And I class them as good company because I connect with them, I interact with them. And that's not helping me to go on a different level of the menu, you know. Um, so like you're yourself, one of them, Jasmine, Chris, the only people on LinkedIn I've met, they are also a good company. Now they're driving me for the next progression in my life. Um, so there are many people that, that, that time doesn't permit to, to go to one of them. But those are my friends, my research academics, and now people on LinkedIn are few to do so. Wow. Wow, that's amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely... Uh in total agreement with you about our social endeavors and initiatives are quite central to 
unprecedented and unparalleled growth and in, in, in creativity to, to, to be more more particularly precise. And um, I'm so glad. I, I really admire your time on the call today, and I really appreciate your extensive, comprehensive treatment of your particular mindset and your timeless wisdom into the world of being relentless and living a relentless life in every in every way, shape oh, or form. Um, thank you. Well, thank you. It's thanks to people like you, Sam. You know, I want to make sure this goes on the podcast. I want to make sure you get credit because you're one of those good companies for me. So I'm very grateful to be on here to discuss um, my perspective and I hope it benefits um, those who get to you. Um, thank you so much for, for this opportunity. I'd love to do it. Thank you very much. Have a wonderful evening. I will definitely look forward to looking forward to having you back. Super. Thank you very much, Sam. Uh, you can have a good evening as well. Take care. Thank you. Take care.